joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I have an an awesome person that um, we are going to conversate with today. Of course, you know, I say all my guests are awesome, but this, this particular gentleman comes to us, and he's kind of like one of those people that is not supposed to be successful, is not supposed to be positive, is not supposed to deal with life in an... Um, you know, quote unquote, ordinary, generic way, because he he doesn't necessarily have that uh, in his background. He was an at youth, uh, at risk youth growing up, and had been labeled professionally with um, as a person of having learning disorders, having severe anger issues. He was kicked out of school. Um, you know. The, the learning disorder knocked him out from graduating from college and it, you know, he just really had a, a really, really tough time. He is a uh, self-proclaimed 21st century thought leader. He's an author. He speaks. He's a coach. He's a motivational speaker and he's an ordained, an ordained minister. And the gentleman I'm talking about today is Craig Stafford. And I want to take this time and say, welcome to the show, Craig. How are you doing? Oh, my God. I am doing absolutely wonderful. How are you doing, Rochelle? I am doing absolutely fabulous. (laughs) You sound great. Thank you. So do you. So, you know, I just want to jump into stuff because you have this background that – you know, it touches all aspects of everyone's life. And I don't care if you're affluent or, you know, you, you, you living in the hood. You, if somebody in, if there's someone in your family that is, that has some of the challenges that you were faced with as, you know, you were coming up and growing up and things of that nature. But you found the inner strength within you to turn it around. Now, I forgot to tell everyone that, um, you're also known as the Think Happy Guru. And and I think, you know, for the premise of what our show is about, that's perfect because, um, as you know, 2012 has been quite a bit of a challenging year. And, yes, and people have had some difficulties with staying positive on the quote-unquote positive tip or staying positive. And, you know, you being the happy guru, um, you know, is 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 just phenomenal at, for this point in, in this point in period in time. You know, right here today in our lifetime. So happy, Guru. Let's see. Mm, tell us how you came about. Um, tell us how the happy Guru came to came to life. Okay, I'll be glad to do that. And I want to start this show off right. And so let me start off with this phrase, a happy life begins 
with a happy mind. So I had to do some mental work before I even started the educational work, before I even started the emotional work, before I started the social work. My first step was to take care of my mental lifestyle. Now, Rochelle, once I took care of my mental lifestyle, then my emotional, physical, social lifestyle fell into place, and it starts off with the mind. And so let's travel back to, you know, my childhood and my upbringing. I am fortunate, and I am so blessed to grow up and to be reared in a very strong spiritual household. But even though I grew up with a strong spiritual foundation, my emotional self wasn't strong. Right. And 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 I and and I didn't know it then, but I knew I know now. It was because I had something missing. A very very vital part of me was missing, <laughs> and that was my father. Okay. My father went to jail, went to prison before I turned one, right. came came back before I turned nine. So the first eight, nine years of my life, my father wasn't there. And so that is the root of how I started on a emotional and social down spiral in my life. So, Craig, what I want, I, I want to, I want to, I want the audience to, I really, because I know that there are a lot of people in our world today that have, you know, that can relate to this. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone in, in their family has someone that can relate to this. And and I think it's really powerful what you're saying with regards to, um, you know, how it started. You know, you had to change your mindset. You had to, you know, it's a, it was a mental type of thing. And once you got grasp of that, you know, then you were a, everything else kind of was able to fall into place. But you could try to do all that other stuff. But if you don't take care of the mind, then the other stuff is not going to fall into place. So what I'm right. To the listeners, and listeners, please, this this is like some some really deep stuff here. What I want Craig to explain to you all and to me as well is what was one of the first things you did? Because I know people try to do things and they try to change things, but mm-hmm. it doesn't always work. What was one of the first things that you did to help you, you know, take this positive action step towards changing your mindset that was actually successful and worked? I did a very, very hard thing, and I want us to be honest with the listening audience, um, Rochelle. I, I, the F word was dropped on me, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness. When I started the process of forgiving my father, then the process of developing a healthy mental lifestyle opened up to me. But it didn't come until I began to forgive my father. Now, now let's keep in mind, Rochelle, that I'm coming from a spiritual background. That meaning that every day there was prayer. Every day there was sacred scriptures. 
every day that it was spiritual conversation um, with my family community. We were we were like a tribe. We we are like a community. So this is going on every day, but none of that helped me. The thing that helped me was when I decided for myself that the only way that I can change my current condition is if I forgive him and I begin to let the past be the past. And so that was the first step for me to change my lifestyle, my day-to-day living around. Now, I'm not saying, Rochelle, that it was easy, Mm -hmm. but it was something that I had to do in order to survive, in order to get to the place that I am now. It's like this. You have to fight fire with fire. Drastic issues. Hold on. So so with regards to, um, you know, with regards to the forgiveness. Yes. When you discovered that um, forgiveness was the key for you, what was the feeling you felt inside? It was a, what I just did, a sigh. I felt a relief. I felt as if everything is not 100% okay now, mm-hmm. but eventually, Rochelle, it would be. That's the feeling that I felt. The, the weight of the world was lifted off your shoulders when you, when you allow forgiveness to, to come into your, into your, you know, into your being. Right. And, and, let, and let's be specific. Not necessarily the weight of the world, but the emotional weight. Right. That, that, that symbolic emotional weight of the world was like, <sighs> right. it's now being lifted. That's what I felt. Wow, that's that's. I think that the listeners out there are are really um, absorbing this information because you know when you mm, when you learn to forgive, a lot of times we create this turmoil in our mind that is really only in our mind, and what it does is it causes untoward stress and other other things that manifest as such as maybe inappropriate behavior, things of that nature, um, because it's really, it's, it's the turmoil that's going on in our mind for whatever reason. But when we learn to forgive and, and, and take on the mindset of forgiveness, then that inner turmoil is somewhat like release. It's like letting the air out of the balloon. It's dissipated. And it it deflates. <laughs> it deflates that pressure. Right, and that and pressure that, deflates. Turn that relieves a tremendous amount of stress. Mm. So then, you know, then it's manifested in, and I'm sure those around you could see that um, it's, it was manifested in the way you begin to approach life. Right. Yes, yes. because because at that time. Um, you know, I went from acting out in school and that was that was a part of my um 
my learning disability, as I was professionally called. And we didn't know it until after the fact that it really, really wasn't a learning disability. It's just that I was distracted. I had a learning disinterest. Right. Not a, not a learning disability. I had a learning disinterest. But I want to take it a little bit deeper, Rochelle. When we forgive an issue or a person, it is the greatest act of kindness right. that we can give to ourselves. I agree. I, I agree 100%. And listeners out there, if you don't get anything else from this show today, please absorb that information. You know, when you forgive, when you when you do an act of forgiveness, even though you may think you're forgiving that person and, and it's an act of kindness toward that person, okay, yeah, you can say that it is, but really, truly, and deeply, it's an act of kindness and love towards yourself because you're allowing yourself to love yourself enough to just let that go. It no longer has, has any value, any weight, and can no longer affect you because you've you've come to terms with it, so to speak. You're forgiven, and you've let it go. And that's one of the best, most loving, nourishing things that you can do for your mind and your body. So, Craig, tell us now. You you also you know it's it seems to me like you you do a lot of um, things with regards to. Uh, positive thinking okay but I want to get back to you know I want to get did when you begin to forgive or when you begin to learn and incorporate forgiveness into your life what was the next thing that that happened did you did you have a shift from more net more seeing things more pessimistic than I mean seeing things more optimistic than pessimistic or you know did you what was the, what was the next step that that you took? The next step that I took, and now this is now you know the forgiveness is more of the emotional, but now we have to go into practical tips of moving on. Forgiveness does help us move on, but after we do the forgiveness, the emotional aspect of it, now we have to incorporate practical principles to move us on even further. So now you have to do is you have to look at the good things that person is known for. Right. You, now it's now let me look at the good of the person, even if it's only because of them. I am here. That's a good aspect. Right. And so what you do is you look for the good. You talk about the good in that person or in that situation. You speak about it. You, 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 you reminisce about it. And the more that happens, more memories of good will come to you and the better you would feel. You know, forgiveness is healing spelled another way. Right. Forgiveness is healing spelled. You know, and what it does is it it creates a sense of well-being. I feel better. I feel well. And then that is actually healing, but it's healing on a mental level. It's healing on a emotional and even deeper, Rochelle, it's healing on a soul level. Yeah, that's nice. 
That is really nice. I, I like that. And, and it, it just, you know, ties into, of course, you know, you being the happy guru, it, it ties, it ties into that. So you, you begin to forgive. You begin to think about whether it's a person, place, thing, situation, um, in a more positive manner. What happened next? I, I, I started writing letters. And you know what, Rochelle, writing is so therapeutic. Because even if you can't speak it verbally to someone else, but by you writing it down, you can put your raw emotions on paper. You know what, you don't never have to mail it out. You don't never have to give it to the other person. But you know what? It gets it out. And so, (laughs) you know, in a practical sense, whatever it takes to get it out of you, do it. And writing Uh writing is such a great way to do that. Yes, Yes. it does. It's a way to allow you to express um, what's going on inside you without, you know, hurting on anyone's feelings. Right. You can be completely honest. Yes. Yes. And it, and, and, and by doing that, you actually get it out of you. Because if you don't do it, you know, you, you have to release it. You know, whether you're going to do it appropriate, inappropriate, good, bad, you know, it's going to come out somehow. You have to release it. But a very holistic, natural, beautiful way to do it where you get it out of you, but you don't hurt anybody else is to write it down. And mm. you can even take it a step further and write it down. And so no one accidentally stumbles upon it. You can take that page and burn it and, and bury it in the ground and completely mm. done. You know, I'm so I'm so happy, you know, you mentioned that because one of the practice, practices that I do is whether it's good or bad feelings, you know, however people want to label it, the thing is they're your feelings right. and, and you have to write to your feelings. I write things down and I bury them as a symbolic sense of this issue is dead. Yeah. It is now beneath. It is now buried. Mm-hmm. And it's. And it is so beautiful. It's a safe, it's safe and it's beautiful. And and that's what I love about it. Very therapeutic. Very, 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 very therapeutic. You know, it's, it's, it's a tremendous way to release whatever you need to from inside you. Tremendous. Okay. So now, um, okay. So you, you, forgiveness. Mhm. This thinking, I'm gonna just say journaling or writing expression. Um, next, what what what's next? Getting now. This is more practical steps. Mm-hmm. Now that you have, you you know, you you forgave. You've done practical things such as thinking positive about the other person or situation. You have wrote things down. Now it's time to really go within and just start asking yourself questions. I know who I was before the forgiveness, before the situation, before I was thinking positive. 
now that I am thinking positive and now that I have let the negative go concerning that particular situation, who am I now? Because now we're created anew. We are, we are a different person because we have let some weight go. We have let drama and trauma go. And we're almost, not almost, but we are renewed. So now we have to get in touch with the new person. Who are you now after the fact? And get to know that person. Spend some quality time with you, the, the lighter you, the better you, the healthier you. Get to know that person. It may be some now you may like things differently. You may not like the things that you used to like. Right. Now you like different things. So my, so now, Rochelle, the, the role is to invest in self. I like that. Strengthen yourself. Mm-hmm. Build yourself up even the more. And that will allow you to go out in life more stronger, more wiser, more vibrant, and ready to tackle on the next negative issue that you need to deal with. Okay, so now this I'm gonna ask you. I wanna I wanna we're gonna go back into that some of that positive stuff because you know, as you travel down the road of life, you're gonna have really good, smooth, easy, you know, Mm-hmm. Cruising down, okay, in California, it'd be cruising down. I'm trying to think of what's a really smooth, easy freeway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Bay Area, so I'm like, okay, woo. Cruising down, I'm going to say cruising down 280, or cruising up 280, headed to San Francisco from, say, Silicon Valley. That's a smooth freeway. It glides. It's you mm-hmm. know, nice. Every now and then you might come across a little pothole, but they really keep that freeway, like, just in pristine condition for some reason. However, if you're traveling up 101 from San Jose to San Francisco, you're going to have some smooth parts, but you're also going to have some bumpy parts, right? Mm-hmm. I would say the smooth parts are the positive as you travel down your path to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bumpy parts and potholes and, you know, stuff in the road are going to be the negative things. So it's natural for us to struggle between the two, right? But what do you do when you when you find yourself struggling with the negative thinking. I'm so glad you asked that. And this is and this and this is my answer. The only thing that is constant and we hear it all the time is change. Now get this. Our thoughts, just like emotions, are designed to come and they are designed to go. Right. Now, I want the listening audience to really get this. Negative thinking within itself isn't wrong because we're going to have thoughts. We're, in, we're flooded with thoughts every day, every second of the day. Mm-hmm. The wrong thing about it is when we allow the negative thought to stay. So I want the audience to get this. Just like emotions, emotions and thoughts are designed to come and go. So our job is to be aware and to be the observer. Notice that we're having a negative thought. But as soon as that negative thought comes, allow it to leave. Now be observant and watch how long that negative thought stays. Then that's when it becomes an issue that I need to take care of this. Now this is another thing that I want to mention. I want us to now look at life 
as an adventure. And on an adventure, there are going to be things that are expected and unexpected. So if I know that I'm going to take an adventure up the mountain, I know that I'm going to expect a mountain. But as I'm climbing up that mountain, I may have to climb up the rough side of the mountain. But it is still an adventure. So life is about an experience and life isn't about an adventure. And on any adventure, there are going to be expected and unexpected things. But that doesn't mean we can't enjoy the climb up the mountain, nevertheless. Right. So it is a natural occurring thing that we're going to have. And I, and I, and the reason why I said it like I did is because, you know, sometimes people get really down on themselves with regards to, you know, the struggles or challenges. And, and, you know, some people go through, um, I'm going to say challenges a little longer than others. Some mm-hmm. go through them through really short times, but it's all our own individual unique journey here on earth. And so I want people to grasp that things change. They don't stay the same. You know, things wax and wane. It can be from minute to mi- moment to moment, minute mm-hmm. to minute. You know, or throughout the day, you may wake up feeling really good during, you know, when you got up, but then something happens in the middle of the day, and by the end of the day, you're feeling not as good, or vice versa. It's natural. And sometimes people get so caught up on, you know, wanting to be stuck in the feel-good place. Well, yes, everybody wants to be stuck in the feel-good place, but you get your most profound growth mm-hmm. during the negative phase. Not only, Rochelle, is it natural, but it's okay. And I want us to take it even a little bit deeper with positive thinking. Even with positive thinking, do not stay at positive thinking. I want the listening audience to hear me clearly. Right. Because I don't want us to get stuck in a level, a certain level of positive thinking, like, oh, I'm thinking positive. But guess what? There is a greater level of positive thinking that you can achieve. So even with positive thinking, we can't get comfortable with a certain level of positive thinking and feel as if like, okay, wow, I'm thinking positive and this is it. But guess what? We can think even positive on a greater level. That's why we have imagination. That's why we're able to innovate things because our mind is able to grasp and think of exceptional and things beyond what we thought that we probably could think of. So I don't want the people to even get stuck at a certain level of positive thinking. I want us to always achieve, always aspire to think even higher and higher with positive thinking. That's beautiful. I really, really like that. And and I hope I hope everyone out there I hope you're really understanding what you know, what we're trying to do here. You know, Craig is the happy the happy guru and of course you know it would be wonderful if everybody on the planet could just be in this happy blissful state 24/7 365 days a year you know for 99 years and 99 days and you know all that but in reality that's not that's not going to happen but, it's, it's not the case. It's not the case. No, it's not. And because if it did, we wouldn't have any wars or anything. We'd just be happy. I mean, that would be beautiful. Exactly. But I don't, you know, I, I'm sure there was someone that would be getting bored with being happy all the time and would want to start some stuff, right? So <clears throat> my point is, is that it's okay. We're all going to have these challenges. These challenges do create stress for us. 
But when you and and you're not going to stay in one place at one t- forever. You know, you're going to wax and wane between between them. But when you know that and you become aware of it, then you can do it. You can take the necessary action steps to to correct whatever it is, or at least to get yourself back on track. You know, and sometimes it may not be as quick or as easy or as simple as you would like for it to be, but it's possible. And you just have to keep going forward and, and keep and keep going at it like Craig did. I mean, just think if he would have stopped what he, you know, his positive, his his road down the positive tracks, then, you know, and if he would have stopped and given up, he wouldn't be here today to share this information with us. And so, <clears throat> and so I just want you guys to understand and, and get that. So now back to positive thinking, since we're talking about that, let's go into some, what are some of the benefits of positive thinking? And then, and, and then, you know, um, audience again, I please want you to take notes because this, this is some really good stuff here. So Craig, tell us, what are some of the benefits of utilizing this positive thinking stuff? <laughs> positive, positive thinking acts as a filter in our life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's, it's not, to say that it's going to stop all the quote-unquote bad or or negative issues, but it does act as a filter. But I want us to understand about positive thinking. It's like, just like anything else. Practice makes perfect. And so positive thinking is something that we have to do on a day-to-day basis. And the more we do it, the more comfortable we become with it, the more natural it is for us to think positive. And then it becomes a habit. It becomes a natural part of who we are. And the thing about it is it's something that we choose to do. Now, I can choose to, you know, you know what, like this morning, I'm a prime example. I was supposed to, you know, get something together for work, uh-huh. and it just didn't happen. And I'm going to be honest because this is the, we're, this is the only way we're going to heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. It, it did put me in a little bit of funk, <laughs> you know, this morning, but I didn't force it. I allowed myself to feel that way. But you know what? Since I practice positive thinking on a daily basis, it, it it began to naturally kick in, and I start having those thoughts like, you know what, but look on the bright side of things. I didn't force myself to think that way. It automatically, naturally started happening. Now, it took an hour or two, but that thinking process did kick in. And so it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Yes, the negative is going to come, but if we've been practicing that, then eventually the positive thoughts are going to come, and it's going to drown out the negative. And I said, you know what? I can look at the bright side of things. And you know what? At the end of the day, uh-huh. everything turned out just fine. Okay, it so turned out a-okay. So check this out, you guys. Okay, so here we have, okay, here we have the happy guru, Craig Stafford. He's all about happiness, positive thinking. However, he's just like one of us. He has challenges as well. Just because he's the happy guru, like me being the queen of feeling fabulous, 
We are normal people. We are not these people that, you know, have this, um, I don't know what what I want to say. <laughs> oh, you know, we are normal people. We walk the path that you walk. Just it's our own unique path, but we have some of the same challenges, issues, and everything. And we have to continually work on correcting and 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 keeping ourselves in balance as well. So when I bring people to you. Or when I'm talking about something, I'm not just spitting it out. Or my people are not just spitting it out because they read it or studied it or have a degree in it. It's stuff that they actually practice. And that's how we know it works. So here Craig is telling us he's a regular dude. You know, he had an issue. He had to work through it. It didn't happen in a minute. It took a couple hours and bam. But at the end of the day, it all worked out perfectly. And sometimes that's how it's supposed to work out. And so I just want you guys to grasp that information and know that it's okay. It's okay to have the challenges and wax and wane between them. It's just keeping that, taking that action step forward is, is going to lead you to bigger and better things. And now Craig, you know, we know that me and you know that it's possible for everyone to think positive. We know that. Um, but can you give the listeners some practical tips with regards to um, thinking positive? Yes, I would love to do that. And I want to first start off by saying start where you are at. You know what, Rochelle? We put so much pressure on ourselves. It's time that we learn to go easy on ourselves. Stop taking ourselves so seriously. Sometimes we put the pressure on us instead of other people and society. Start where you are at. If you are at a low place, start at that low place. And I always say, if life kicks you down, while you are down, come up with a game plan so when you get back up, you get back up stronger, wiser, and you get back up better for it. And it's okay to start at a low point because guess what? The only place left to go is up. Oh, I like that. I... So if you're starting off at a low place, oh, I'm starting off at – you know, I I just can't seem to think positive. I just can't seem to view myself as worthy, as valuable. I'm going to I'm going to go against what people think I should say. I'm going to say that's okay. Start where you are at, because the only place left for you to go is up. How how does that sound, Rochelle? Oh, I love it. <laughs> that. Uh, look, I'm I'm clapping. I love that. <laughs> That's what I think, too. Now, sometimes I'm like, you know, I, you know, you get in the funk or whatever. But um, <clears throat> I like that because, um, you know, the ground is beneath you. And, I, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not invisible and I can't go through the ground. So for me, being standing on the ground, really the only place I can go is up. And when you put it, I just thought of that. When I put it in that context or anyone, you know, you really mm-hmm. – can't go. You can't sink yourself into the ground. If you can, then, mm, so, then so, you know you're special. But most people cannot do that. So when you stay in your anchored where you're at, whether you're feeling downtrodden or whatever, you know, look up because that's the only place you can really go. And it, look up at the, you know, the sky, the moon, the stars, the, the sun, and 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 
know that you can go up no matter where you're at. You can always, always go up. You just have to take that step forward. This, this, this is one of the things that I do in my workshop. So I tell people to say this. I'm down, mm-hmm. but I don't have to stay down. This is what I tell them to say. And then this is what I tell them to do for those who are able. I tell them to get on the ground, and then I tell them to get back up. It is symbolic. Once you say it and then once you do it, you're connecting your thought process with your emotional process. So you say, I'm down, but I don't have to stay down. Then you do it symbolically. You get on the ground. And then you pick yourself back up. And now, and then after you pick yourself back up, you say, I am no longer down. I am now up. Oh, yeah. And now that you are up, you did it. You did it verbally. You did it physically, which represents you doing it symbolically. Now this is, now this is what we have to do. This is the actual part of it. This is the reality of it. Now that you are back up. Do it for real. I don't care if you, it's one step at a time, mm-hmm. a half a step at a time. Start moving towards something better. We have to do what we say, and we have to say what we do. But at first, start off by thinking it. Right. Then we have to speak it. Then we have to do something symbolically so we can just prove to ourselves, I was down. But you know what, self? I got back up. Yeah. And guess what? I can stay up. Ah, so, yeah. So those are some of my tips and those are some of um, the Think Happy Guru advice to the listening audience tonight. <laughs> I, I love that. I love, I love it, love it, love it. It is, um, it is just actually... Um, some wonderful information. And I know you, okay, so, okay, I'm going to move, I'm going to move just a little bit into um, some other other good stuff that you do, you know, you've done or information that you can give to the listening audience. Now, I, I know you wrote an article on, um, the secret to highly, um, optimistic people. Yes. Yes. So can you explain to the listeners what that secret is? First of all, just just in case, I mean, I don't want to take it to this very basic level, but optimistic people are people that think more positively. They think about the positive side of things versus the negative side of things. Those people are called pessimists. So, okay, so now that I clarify that for the audience, tell us, you know, what? tell us some of the secret or tell us what that secret is. The secret is this. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I want your listening audience to put the phone up really, really close to their ears or turn up the, the computer, is that they don't look at where they're at now. They look at the end process, the end result. And they understand that, guess what, challenges come to make me strong, right. come, to, come to make me better. So even though something may seem to be off right now, optimistic people understand that it's not going to remain off. It's not going to stay off. Right. And what they do is they take their pile of trash 
and they stand on top of that trash to lift them up higher. Oh, yeah. They they take all that ucky stuff. They right. take all of that junk, and they put it in a pile, and then they step on top of that pile, and now they use that ucky stuff to lift them up higher. Mm. If you If you stack up all of your down moments and stand on top of all of your down moments, you'll realize that it, it was really to lift you up higher. Right, right. And, and and optimistic people have the understanding as, and I have to go back to my spiritual background for this, and this is scripture, mm-hmm. they understand that all things work together for their good. Yeah. That in the end, it may not seem as if it's working together for my good now. Right. But all things are working together for their good. <laughs> I like that. And so so by taking a look and looking at basically the end, you know, the end yes. you know, result yes. helps us stay optimistic because they have a it's like having a goal. And you right. know that you're working on a project, you got to get the project done. The project, the goal of the, is to get the project completed, before, you know, by the deadline, so to speak. Correct. You have these challenges that come about, but you know, you can see at the end of the tunnel, you have this completion date. You know, your project will be completed. And and and, and of course, optimistic people, that's what they do. They know they, you know, okay, the fax machine may not be working, the scanner may be broke, the assistant may be sick, whatever the case may be. But they're gonna, they know they're gonna have these challenges. But instead of giving up and withdrawing back, they continue to plug forward because they have that vision of the goal at the end. And so, I love that. That's beautiful, and and that's very well put because I don't think a lot of people would would have even be able to have related the two together with regards to being, you know, a secret for success with that. And, you know, the great, wonderful thing about life and even about positive thinking, you may get to the end result quicker than I do. But you know what? That's okay because our life, and I think you said this earlier in our conversation, each person's journey and path is unique Yes. It's, it's, it's tailor-made and it's designed just for me. Right. And you know what? It's not about getting to the end fast and quick as long as I get there. Right. That's the, that's the important part. And I want to really drive this home to the listening audience. You don't have to get there as fast as someone else. You don't have to achieve it at the rate that someone else does. The only thing important is that you get there. Go at your own pace. Go at your own speed. Do it at, Do it your own way. Live life fearfully and wonderfully. The important thing that we need to drive home, Rochelle, is that they get there. I may not, I, you may ride, I may run. You may walk, I may <laughs> skip. It right. doesn't matter. But as long as we get there. And then when we all get there, we can hold hands and say we all made it. <laughs> I like it. That you know, that's that's true because um, you know, th- there may be some of us that are really speedy. You know, they're like the rabbit, right? Mm-hmm. There may mm-hmm. be some of us like the turtle, and then mm-hmm. there may be some, you know, like the frog. Well, however, but we we all, as, you know, as long as we get there, see that mm-hmm. for that's the important thing. I know there's going to be challenges. It's just the way life is, or at least you know, I say this way life is for me. 
Um, you know, of course, I have the vision of, oh, God, I wish it was fairy tale-ish, and I could just mm-hmm. go see and just, oh, and everything is easy and lovely and la, 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 la. Well, no, that's not how life is in reality, right? So um, having the goal or having that end in mind and knowing, you know, I may start off fast, but then I may sprain my leg and have to go a little bit slower, but I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up. And positive thinking says, I appreciate you for who you are, but I accept me for who I am. Oh, yeah. That's what a positive thinking. I appreciate you, Rochelle, for, you know, for you being the queen of fabulous. Yes. But I accept me for being the think-happy guru. (laughs) And that's positive thinking, meaning that I don't have to be jealous at your rate, your speed, your your talent, your gifts, your skill set. I appreciate your skill set, but I also accept mine. And and that's positive thinking. Now guess what? Then guess what this type of positive thinking does? What? It it combats envy and jealousy. Repeat that. When 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 you say I appreciate you for who you are, and I accept me for who I am, it's a type of positive thinking that combats envy and jealousy. Oh. And negative competition. Oh, nice. Very nice. That is the beauty of positive thinking. Now, are you guys hearing this, gentlemen? Are you guys out there hearing this, gentlemen? Did you just hear what he said? Take note, adhere, listen, some some really, really, really important information for you um, that Craig just laid upon us there. It, it just, and, guess, and, and guess what? Yes. It also helps eliminate um, unforgiveness for being so thick, from being so prevalent in the right. world, too. Oh, nice. So basically what you're saying is it starts to unpeel those layers um, something like it, somewhat like in an onion. Start Correct. To Correct. And allow those layers to fall off and to shed and fall off. And so what we begin to understand in this conversation, Rochelle, is that our thought lifestyle connects to our emotional lifestyle as well. Yes. And when we merge the two, it's a recipe, get this, it's a recipe for good living. Oh, yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it's an awesome recipe for good living. I'm going to expand upon it even further. Say it's an awesome recipe for good living and optimal health and well-being. Mm, I like that. Yeah, because when you're living good, you know, this this type of stuff you know, eliminates stressors from your life because when something happens, you you just – know it you know what you know it you don't get wrapped up in it you know it and you mm-hmm. move forward then you have that wonderful way of being but then you feel wonderful and we all know stress is the number one cause of disease and illness in our in our world today so whatever you can do to squash that out then it's going to lead to you know you living well you being well and of course, you feeling you know have an optimal health and wellness and, and feeling fabulous. So, mm-hmm. 
Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> this is some good stuff, huh? <laughs> okay, so let me see. Where do I want to go? So, okay, with regards to happiness, can you tell us what happiness means to you? Happiness is a choice. Because if we depend on external factors 100%, we will always be a yo-yo, up and down. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, 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 and let me explain it this way. Based on my spirit, spiritual heritage, I believe happiness is who we really are at our core. I believe that, Rochelle, we are the ex- outward expression of happiness. Mm. And happiness comes in many colors. It comes in many forms. It comes in many shapes. It comes in many sizes. You know, it comes in many temperaments, many, you know, dispositions. It comes in many cultures. It comes in many continents. Mm-hmm. You know, happiness is up, down, it's north, east, west, south. It's happiness is everything. It's, happiness is who we are. I believe that we are innately designed and built off of the energy and the force of happiness. Oh. And happiness presents itself in many different facets and in many different ways. It's a prism. And when light hits it, it shows different colors. Ooh, that's nice. Even, even the brown colors, the black colors, the gray colors, colors that are considered murky and right. dark and, and shadowy. But guess what? That's a part of the prism as well. That's a part of the color wheel as well. That's beautiful because that's something that people can really visualize, you know, a light prism. Mm-hmm. That's something that, you know, when you think about it, you you know, you can really visualize it. You can get a vision of it without having to really think and visualize it. You know what I mean? So that's, it, it, it's who we are. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's who we are. That's a beautiful uh, way to connect it all and, and put it all together. It gives... Um, you know, people can now they've heard it, and now mm-hmm. they have they have something a visual effect that they can tie it to. Mm-hmm. And just you know, it's profound when you do that because you know it solidifies the information within someone's head. I guess is what I'm trying to say. The repeat, you know, listening, hearing, doing, speaking. Mm-hmm. How? Let's, let's let's think about it this way: electricity. Yeah. Built off of positive and negative currents. Right. And it comes together and it creates a elect- electrical flow. And I want us to model ourselves off of electricity. Take our negative experiences, take our positive experiences, allow them to merge, allow them to fuse together, and it will create a flow in your life like you have never seen before. Don't just look at one on one side, look at it on the other side, negative over here, positive over there. No, it's my life experience. I'm going to put it together, and that way I learn the lessons from it, and it's going to teach me 
that, you know what, this is who I really am. And I take those experiences and I move forward with my life. Yeah, that's, that's, that is just, I really, really, really like that. I I think that is um, a perfect way or description of how people um, can tie what we've been talking about here today together in you know, put it into a, a context that they can really understand and truly appreciate. It it just solidifies the information that, you know, we've been talking about today. So it's great. Okay, so let me see, because we're getting on our time, we're getting close to our time, and I, I, of course, you know, want to give um, you an opportunity to talk some more and educate us more about, you know, um, you know, thinking positive and, and happiness and, and things of that nature. Okay, I know what I want to ask you. Energetically, you know, what happens to the mind when a person shifts from being that, I'm going to say, in a stagnant way of thought into a more happiness way of thinking? It's, It's like a magnet. Now your life is ready to attract what you are representing. So I am representing an energetic flow of happiness and positivity, mm-hmm. and now my life is ready to attract that to me. So I'm sending out positivity. I'm smiling. I'm saying hello. I'm saying that looks nice on you today. How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. And because I'm giving that out, that's going to come back to me. Well, you look nice today as well. Right. You have a beautiful style as well. I like that haircut on you. Oh, girl, I like that hairdo on you. So now that you're giving out that positive vibe, that positivity is going to come back to you in the most practical, simple ways and also the more profound ways, the more unseen ways as well. You give it out, it comes to you, and then guess what? It surrounds you. Oh, so it's kind of like you know. I would say equated to like you know the electric, the uh, electrical charges or the electrical energy that is already exists within the body, but exists yes. around us that we're not even aware of. So when we have that positivity, of course, the electrical energy. I'm just trying to give the audience a visualization. Your electrical energy around you. I want to say your own electrical powerhouse is more vibrant and bright. So you're going to attract more vibrant and and brightness into your life. However, on the other end, when your electrical energy is more uh, dull and, you know, shadowy type of light and, you know, not vibrant because it may be clouded or jaded with some negativity, some negative type of thinking, it's going, you're going to attract more of that because, you know, like attracts light as well as opposite attracts opposite, but correct since like attracts like. And so energetically, if you're thinking more positively, you're gonna you're going to attract more positive thoughts. That makes complete sense. You know, you're gonna attract more positive electrical energy. You're gonna attract a more positive positive current flowing through your brain and your your neurological system. It's gonna reflect out in your body and how your body functions and and operates and how you feel and all that good stuff. Taking it way down to deep to the cellular level, and then of course on that. Other end of the spectrum, it could be completely opposite and, and attract 
the exact opposite of all the positive stuff. So I like that um, and how you put it together. And it's perfect because now we're at the close of the culmination of our time together. Oh, and- already. Wow. <laughs> I told you we were going to have fun today. So um, and I knew it would go fast because this is just such a you know wonderful, wonderful gift to be talking about this and talking about it with you. So let me t- let me ask you, if people want to get more of you or you know, reach out and touch you or do you, tell us, you, you have a book written, correct? Yes, I do. I have a book. Right now it is an e-book, and I am working behind the scenes to get it in paperback. The name of the book, now how befitting is this, the name of the book is Think Happy, Nine Thought Paths to Happiness. So I'm Craig Stafford, the Think Happy Guru, and I have a book called Think Happy, Nine Thought Paths to Happiness. And what I want the listening audience to do, I want them to go to my website, which is thinkhappyguru.com, thinkhappyguru.com. Rochelle, everything that they need to know about the Think Happy Guru is on thinkhappyguru.com. They could connect with me on my Twitter, my Facebook, my Google+, LinkedIn. If they go to thinkhappyguru.com, everything is right there. They can even, there's a link to my ebook on Amazon okay. on my website as well. Okay, good, because I, I was like, how do they get the book if, you know, right. they get you, but what if they want you and the book? You know, how do they get the book? Okay, so there's a link. So you guys out there listening, you know, go to Craig. Craig Stafford, he is the Think Happy Guru. His website is thinkhappyguru.com. He has a wonderful ebook that he's going to be soon having out um, in hardback format. But the e-be- the ebook is Think Happy, Nine Thought Paths to Happiness. You can go to his site. You can connect with him. You can get the link. Uh, click on the link to to get the ebook. And um, again, Craig, I want to thank you for being a guest on the show today. It was absolutely um, fun and enchanting and witty and you know all that stuff. And, and I want to thank you as well. And I oh, want to thank the listening audience. And after the night, I really have to say, you are the queen of fabulousness. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that in really, really quick. Born, <laughs> you a kiss through the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Kisses back to you. <laughs> That's so sweet. So I'm going to close out the show. This is Rochelle Lawson. I am the queen of feeling fabulous. Thanks, Craig, for confirming that. And um, this is Blissful Living. Stay tuned um, or tune in next week for another fabulous um, show. And I want to thank you again for listening. As always, I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Be well and happy. And remember, positivity negates more positivity. Bye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And, of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.